Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Who played in the NFL and joining us next <laughs> on the Kenny and JT Show, former Browns quarterback, Bowling Green quarterback, uh-huh. Canton South quarterback, Mark Miller joining us right now. How are you today, Mark? You guys are killing me. I'm laughing like crazy. Come on, I man. You know you want to throw the bomb. You. I love listening to you guys talk with Logan. Mark, tell the truth, Mark. Isn't it? What's the best thing to do? Run one in from the one yard line or throw a bomb? Oh, throw a bomb, man. See, no Kenny? <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right, a wide receiver and a quarterback talking about that. I get it. I understand. Okay, Baldwin Wallace and uh, Bowling Green, BG and BW guys connecting there on that uh, conversation. Hey, Mark, thanks for coming on with us today. I wanted to get your thoughts. In fact, we're going to talk with all our guys this week because we got the game we wanted this Friday night, right? It's at Byers Field in Parma. It's Lake. It's Maslin, Division Two, Region 7 Championship for the right to go to the Final Four. Uh, let's start with the game we did on Friday night, Mark, 16-7, to Lake a winner over Westerville South in a downpour. Uh, winds kicked up in the second half as well. Just your thoughts on what you saw from Dan to George's Lake Blue Streaks on Friday night. Well, I think on defense we saw what we knew we, 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 we were going to see, and that is kids that run around, they are very aggressive, they hit the heck out of you when they get to you. Uh, Ron Viscount's defense is so, so good. And, you know, I don't compare from one year to the next because it's really different. But last year we had Hoover's defense, and they were so fun to watch. This year for me, it's Lake's defense. You know, they are physical. They're in the right spot. Uh, Yeah, so on defense, uh, we got what I expected. Offense, (laughs) after play number two, all bets are off, right? Solberger gets hurt, and uh, Coach DeGeorge, uh, maybe even at the urging of uh, one Will Butler, I uh, had to make some adjustments. They did. It worked very, very well, and they were able to score enough points to win. So, you know, that is the, the thing that uh, will really affect this week's game is Solberger, I think. Yeah, and don't know yet. We're going to have Coach DeGeorge on the show tomorrow at 6 o'clock. We'll talk to him about this, the, the nature of that injury. Didn't look good. He was on crutches uh, for the rest of the game after going out, but – Nice to have a fallback plan when the uh, former Portage County Offensive Player of the Year transfers to you from Mogador. He's playing quarterback for you most of the season, but he can refer back to last year when he was a running back uh, with the Cats uh, in Mogador. Nice job by Will Butler to step in there and north and south straight ahead running on a wet, slippy, windy night. He looked very comfortable from that tailback position, didn't he? He, yeah, uh, he, he knew where to go. He, he gets the tough yards inside and and he's got the, the acceleration to get into the crease when it's uh, off tackle or outside. Uh, of course, he is he's a between-the-tackle guy at that size and strength. Uh, so, you know, I, I think last week was uh, a just on the run, and Coach DeGeorge is having the season and had the career that he's had for a reason. He's a really good coach, and they make adjustments. But this week, he's got a whole week to prepare knowing what he's got. And maybe Solberger can play a little bit, but he's got a whole week uh, to think of Will Butler as the main running back, if that's the way they go, or to have two quarterbacks on the field at the same time and what that might offer 
you know, as far as a surprise to uh, the defense. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how much different they are this week or if they just stay the same and play late football and go at it. See, that's the thing, Kenny, and I was talking to Kenny about this earlier. Is that another wrinkle that you have to prepare for? Is that something you say, you know what, their number one running back probably isn't playing. We know there's another guy out there that might be able to spin it a little bit down the field, but let's just go defense as usual against that team. Well, uh, you know, if I'm game planning, I'm covering every possibility. And what you bring up is a possibility. Let the quarterback that's not lining up and taking the snap behind center throw it somewhere. Run a regular route. It's just a, a wrinkle. Even if, you, if, even if it's incomplete, the defensive yeah. coaches from the other team are going, uh-oh, you know, that's one thing we, you know, we haven't seen yet. So, yeah, I think it will afford you some opportunities. Uh, hey, this is uh, – you're well down the tournament trail, man. It's time to pull out all the stops, right? Yeah, that's right. Hey, Mark, I was reading online at the OHSAA.org. Of the 28 regions, 21 number one seeds are still up and running. Any surprises there to you? Well, uh, that's a very high number, you know, mm-hmm. even though they are number one seeds for a reason. Over a 10-game season, season, they got that ranking, um, and they deserved it. Uh, to not have more upsets than that are, is surprising. But, um, yeah, you know, there's. Uh, I looked at the first round especially because I'm still not in favor of that extra round that they threw in there mm-hmm. last year. Um, I, and the, the average score differentials, there's like 30 plus points, you know, and you know, that, that's really not much football to watch that first round, got a little better second round. And now we're playing <laughs> now they're all good, you know? Mm-hmm. So last weekend I thought was the first really good competitive weekend from top to bottom around the state. Um, you know, I saw a couple of games that surprised me, but only because I know the team from history. I don't know how good they are this year. Right. You know, Coldwater got shut out. And that's going to surprise a lot of people. They're used to cold water coming out of that western part of the state and being in the Division Five state championship every year. Well, week 10, they lost their do-everything, all-league player, the quarterback, and they squeaked by in the playoffs for a while, and then they played a good team and got blasted. So, um, you know, things like that happen that I'm not aware of until you check into it. But uh, I like it. Uh, you know, if the, if the teams are good for 10 weeks, let's let them see if they can win a state championship. Happy to have with us our WHBC radio football analyst, Mark Miller, former Brown, former uh, Falcon, uh-huh, Isaac Zumba, and former Wildcat, uh, breaking it down for us as only he can. Uh, and, Mark, um, offensively, they do have weapons, right? Ty Miller's back. Uh, Dylan Snyder uh, was all-conference. So you, you, you've got him to, to throw the football to. Defensively, you talked about that. But the part that I was very impressed with, from uh, Dan to Georgia's squad on Friday night in a lousy weather condition game was their special teams. Uh, Dutton, yeah. their punter, all-conference or all-county for a reason. Uh, the, he kicked a field goal, only his second field goal made all year. Their kickoff coverage against a very athletic Westerville South team, outstanding. Part of their victory, 16-7 to on Friday night, was due to their great special teams play, I thought. Uh, you're exactly right, and that points to coaching. You know, they probably spend a lot of time on special teams. Some coaches don't, and they coach it the right way. They know how to coach special teams, and, and just because you're an offensive or a defensive coach doesn't mean you can coach special teams. Hey, I never played special teams. I can't coach special teams. I can coach holders. That's all I can coach, you know? Um, so they've got some guys on that staff that obviously know special teams, 
And, uh, you know, we got good kickers. You know, Keller and Hendricks from Maslin are good kickers, too. And in this uh, round of the tournament, sometimes kicking makes the difference. So I think you're right. Special teams is huge and will be big this Friday night. All right, let's turn our attention to their opponent. They were victorious as well this past weekend. We didn't do the game, but we saw they were down 9 nothing early uh, to Big Walnut, and then they came roaring back to win 42-21 behind Wiltrell Hartson once again, who had a big game. Uh, is all-county for a reason. Uh, Jalen Slaughter can sling it. Will, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Ardell Banks. Uh, he's as good as any wide receiver in the county as well. Uh, your thoughts on what Nate Moore has rolling right now? Oh, yeah, uh, they lost the first game of the season, and now they're 11-1, and so that means they've won 11 in a row. Yeah, and that team that they lost to is not bad, right? I mean, they're, yeah. they're still winning, too. So um, you mentioned Lake's got some weapons. Obviously, Maslin's got lots of weapons, too. they got big right. hitter weapons. That slaughtered a, to Banks thing at any time, and even, you know, Braylon Tolls. You know, we've seen him get down the crease and, and be a threat deep, too. So, um, yeah, they, you've got to prevent, try to prevent the big play with those guys because they can, they can go, you know, gain of zero, gain of one, and throw a 60-yard touchdown, you know. So that, they've got a lot going for them. They're playing well, and that 9 to nothing start, uh, even though one of the, the seven of it was at the, on the, the heels of a, a turnover, but – you know, that'll get them coming out of the locker room a little different this week. You know, they, they do not want to go down to this late team because they know the defense is pretty good and they're probably not going to score 30 or 35 like they're used to. Um, so uh, I'm excited. I mean, you know, we've been looking at this one for weeks, right? Hoping that yep. that's the way it ends up. And the only one we didn't get was we wanted Dover to play Lake a couple of weeks ago and they got upset and didn't play. But, um, this is going to be something. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mark, I don't think weather's really going to be a factor, even though it's going to be a little bit cold. But do you feel that it would benefit either one of these teams on Friday night? Well, uh, knowing that Lake's best running back may be out, may not be at 100%, and, I, and I, I think Butler's a really good running back, even though he's listed as a quarterback. Boy, it's hard to go into a bad weather game with a guy you'd rather hand it to than Will Charles Hartson, right? I mean, what that kid, what, what they, what he carried in the McKinley game, can he 32 times or something like that? I mean, he yeah, is a workhorse. And yeah. if they get into a weather thing, I just turn and hand it to number four, man. He's going to make you, make you look like a really good coach. Yeah, and I think it's 12 straight 100-yard games now for Will Trell, which is a Maslin school record, so wow. uh, definitely somebody to factor into. You mentioned Amazing. Braylon Tolls. Not only can he catch it, I think he's thrown a touchdown pass already this year too, so you got to watch for some trickeration there uh, from the Maslin Tigers. But the thing that stands out to me uh, for Maslin, and I've said this after uh, year number one where Nate lost to uh, McKinley, didn't make the playoffs. I believe they were either 500 or a game. 500 whatever it was since then uh, he's made it a point to make sure he wins each and every game at the line of scrimmage and for the most mm-hmm. part they've done that throughout his uh, eight years there now their offensive line their defensive line how do you see that matching up with what uh, we see from the Lake Blue Streaks who have some all-county players on the offensive and defensive lines as well well that's a really good question they, they both have good size right I mean, Lake's got yep. some big kids, and Maslin always has big kids, you know, on the, on the line. And I think Maslin's offensive line has gotten so much better as the season's got along. Uh, they're really good right now. Lake, um, you know, one thing we didn't mention when we talked about Lake is the injury bug they've had all year long. I mean, you know, they've got, especially on defense, and now it hits their running back. And, and so they've got some kids playing that, 
didn't start in those positions or start on the on the first team. Um, and Maflin, uh, you know, I'm sure they've interchanged some guys too, but I think that's going to be a war up there. You know, I really do. And, uh, you know, you said it, win the line of scrimmage, you're probably going to win this game. Yeah, that's going to be the key, I think, uh, in this football game. And I think special teams too. And correct me if I'm wrong, um, Mark, the was it the Eds game we did? Didn't they return the opening kickoff for a touchdown? And, oh, yeah, yeah. Big Walnut did that, right? And uh, yeah. uh, they've yeah. missed some extra points. So I, I've got to believe that Nate's spending some extra time this week on their special teams at Maslin. Yeah, you're right, because they're not going to be able to overcome that too many more no. times. You know, they didn't, you know, they did against St. Ed's and, and they did against uh, Big Walnut, but uh, Lake's a little different animal. Next week, week will be even a different animal if they can get by Lake. So, uh, yeah, they've got to stop giving that up. What a way to start the game, though, huh? I mean, geez, right. to give up a – it really is a shot in the arm if you can get one of those. But, man, that's, that's tough to overcome when you get against good teams like they're playing now every week. So that'll be the game we'll have for everybody Friday night, 7 o'clock here on WHBC Radio. Mix 94.1, simulblasting it there on the FM side, whbcsports.com, streaming it there. So go check that out. Mark, before I let you go, I had a chance to do the uh, uh, the other game on Saturday night. Derek Philo filled in for me, so I appreciate that. Canton South came up a little bit short. Poochie Snyder and the boys, uh, a loser uh, to, uh, who was it? Jefferson, Jackson, right? So Jefferson tell me, area, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so tell me uh, what went wrong for Canton South in that game real quick before we let you go well jefferson area's offense is so good that you almost have to match them score for score and hope they turn it over to you you know so you can get ahead of them and i think uh, i think coach dennison knew that because on the second drive he went for it on fourth down not a okay. great opportunity but at that point down 14 nothing i think he thought we've got to score we got to keep the ball and score or we're going to be down by three touchdowns and that ended up what happened but uh, but then the offense got cranking, and they were scoring uh, with regularity and scoring quickly. Uh, you know, Poochie's too good to hold down for a whole game. And uh, the Canton South Wildcats did themselves proud. We knew they wouldn't give up. We knew they had some ability. And you look at that roster. There are a lot of underclassmen on that roster. Man, I think they're going to really be something next year. Congratulations to that whole community. They, they packed the visitor stands up there. And uh, I love watching Poochie, and Coach Dennison uh, has done a great, great job. You know, I, I did, came to that game. I heard you guys talking earlier, and I know you guys are Yellow Jackets. I was at that football game, Oh, Mount Union oh. at BW. It is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I even watched the replay, and I, I remembered feeling it when it happened. Everyone was stunned in the whole stadium. And watching the replay – their players didn't move. The coach started walking out to shake a hand. The fans on both sides stood still. The only people reacting were the Mount players running down to the kid that just caught it. It was a strange, strange um, feeling and just an unbelievable crazy game. Chalk another one up to only in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah only, only by the go. Yellow Jackets, the Mountain Union. 27 straight now we've lost to the oh. damn Purple Raiders and had that one in the bag, too. Let me ask yep. you this. Did, when uh, BW scored, did they get an excessive celebration penalty on the kickoff? Yes, and I wrote in my story that's posted on our website that everything that had to happen for BW to come back being down 17 nothing in the fourth quarter did, and that's to their credit. They made plays, and their defense was awesome. 
everything that had to happen for Mount to have a chance to throw a Hail Mary, not to complete it. Nobody ever thinks you're going to complete the thing. But just to throw it happened. On the touchdown, three players, the quarterback and two other guys, got in the end zone, choreographed, celebration, 15-yard penalty. Everybody thought, oh, let them have some fun. This game's over. There's only four seconds or uh, 22 seconds left. That put them 15 yards closer to the BW goal line. Then what happens on the Hail Mary? It's coming right to a BW defensive back. What did he do? He tried to intercept it. Yep. Why? You don't need an interception. You need that ball spiked to the ground, and you go off and celebrate. So they lost their poise twice, and it gave Mount a chance. And as fate would have it and luck and happenstance and preparation, whatever you want to say, they get an unbelievable play to, to go undefeated. The difference there, act like you've been there before. And unfortunately for Baldwin Wallace, they haven't been there before in so many years against Mount, and it cost them uh, the discipline or lack thereof, cost them a win uh, over Mount Union. Hey, Mark, great stuff as always. Uh, We will see you Thursday night at the banquet and then Friday for the game of the year. Stark County, uh, two teams squaring off Lake and Maslin, and we'll have it for everybody here with you uh, helping out on the call on WHBC and Mix 94.1. Can't wait, guys. Thanks for having me on. Love listening to you.